Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from March the 21st, 1992. If you're listening on YouTube, hit the subscribe button and like the video and help us continue to grow the show. I'm sitting here with me and Mike Crockett from the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. That's on an extended hiatus. And we are waiting for Hard Body Hopper to join us. In the meantime, you know how we usually do it around here. We'll burn a little time, burn some minutes until the superstar decides if he's going to join us or not. Crockett, let me welcome you in. What's up, man? How you doing? Another week in the saddle. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Is uh, Harper buying ex- expired food products currently? He may be late. He may be at the, what did he call it? What kind of store was it? It's a grocery store, but he gave it some kind of special name and I, I, I keep thinking it. savers, but that's that's the thing up here. I don't know if that's down there. Um, yeah, some discount store that sells expired tall boys. Tall boys, cereal. <laughs> Did he say he was eating a couple weeks ago? He said, "I'm still eating the Christmas Crunch from last Christmas," and like, <laughs> I'm like, that's that's probably expired, right? I mean, it was made before Christmas. Right. Oh, yeah. It's all right. You know, it's fine. It's it's funny how you know you're talking about how they're just coming out with the all uh, the uh, Halloween blueberry and Frankenberry and all that stuff, and he's not going to have his first taste of it until November sometime. Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe a couple yeah. months. Yeah, he. Well, see, before he found this other store, he used to go to Big Lots. Do y'all have Big Lots in? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So he w- he would go to Big Lots and he would he would get his his post there he is he's on he would get his uh post christmas or post um halloween cereal from big lots but i i take it from big lots it was a little bit more expensive than he's finding Mm. it at this other store because he stopped talking about big lots i'm gonna ask him as soon as he picks up because i'm genuinely curious about what happened to big lots hey hopper hi we're recording right. already. No, well, good for you, Michael. What do you want? Some metal? No, but I do have a question for you. Huh. So we're talking about the Halloween cereal again because we can't seem to get away with it because we're just yeah. some kind of wrestling podcast that talks about Halloween cereal. Go figure. Anyway, my question for you is, you used to get the the cereal, the Halloween cereal after Halloween from Big Lots. Yeah. Why did that stop? 
why did I stop going to Big Line? Well, well, I, I kind of. Yeah, you used to get the discounted cereal from there. Now you go to what's this other place? Uh, oh, bro. I mean, bro, you can't fuck with that salvage place, bro. I was in Sal- there today. <laughs> I was in that bitch today, bro. Oh my god! You know what I bought? And Tiffany made me throw it away. One of the, these. Remember the hot dogs? I think we talked about this once before, or I talked about this with somebody. Those hot dogs when you were a kid that had the chili in the middle and the ones that have cheese in the middle. Yes. Yeah, I saw those. I'm like, bruh. I begged my mom for those when I was a kid. She's like, I'm not buying that crap. Then I bought it. And Tiffany's like, dude, what the fuck is this? I was like, it's, got, it's got cheese in the middle. And, she, and then I threw it away. She, it, it just, they look different. <laughs> different enough to where I was like, you're right. Fuck this. Okay. Well, like, even I was like, uh-uh. How much were they? Like a fucking dollar. That's pretty cheap for a pack of hot dogs now. Oh, yeah, bro. Especially like name brand ones, like, you know, Ballpark or something. But so my, I thought they stopped making them kind of hot dogs. Well, I, I've not seen those in a long time, but my son, he he likes those. They're, they're like the smoked sausage ones, and they come like six in a pack, and they'll uh, have like the little cheddar pieces in it he like but they're not hot dogs they're they're smoked sausage with the, yeah, cheddar, with the cheese bro, those in are it. fucking good dude yeah he likes those whenever yeah. i'm you know grilling or barbecuing he's like can you throw these on a the grill for me and that little yeah. he'll fucking put down yep he's like a whole he'll, he'll, he'll them need a, he'll eat three of them at a time and i mean it's like only oh, yeah, six dude, in a pack are fucking badass but these are just yeah. regular goddamn hot dog with this fake ass cheese in the middle <laughs> and then I think they stopped making it, if I remember right, was was because the chili inside would get steaming fucking hot. So I think there was like fucking lawsuits or some shit with kids like burning their goddamn mouse. <laughs> like the and same lady who had the Yeah. Same lady uh, who had the McDonald's coffee fall on her laps. Right. Had, yeah, had I dog. think that was I think something like that happened. And that's why they stopped making them. Yeah, but she wouldn't buy that. She wouldn't buy me that. And you know they get that jar of the peanut butter and the jellies mixed like the perfect lines. Yeah. She wouldn't buy that shit either. I hated that. I tasted it one time. Like, really? Trash. Yeah, it's not. But dude, you you can't. You, for some things you just gotta go old fashioned with. You get the peanut butter and you get the jelly. You don't put them in the same fucking container. Yeah. It looks just cool. my opinion. Oh, the bra, the aqua fresh toothpaste and that big plastic thing. Remember <laughs> that big pump fucking thing? Remember that from yeah. the 80s? Yes. And that shit would come out three different. Bro, that shit had, had my ass like, oh, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> it's this big plastic thing that looks like a fucking rocket and you hit the button and it comes out those three different colors. Like, bra, this is Star Trek toothpaste. <laughs> you talk about a waste of packaging, Bruh, For real, dude. <laughs> it probably costed them an extra 
25 cents a unit <laughs> to package it in that stuff in the 80s. That, yeah. ate, that ate into their bottom line. They were like, you know what? This isn't worth the... Ba- There's no bang for the buck here. Right, Look because you haven't back seen that since. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the last time I saw that. Anything to get the kids excited about brushing their teeth. That's right. what it was. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's a whole lot cheaper if you just gimmick up a toothbrush and not the actual toothpaste tube. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Hey, before we continue and get too far into this, big time shout out to Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, good old Justin. Thank you for your generous support on Patreon each and every month and basically being a sponsor of this show. And a couple of new Patreon members. Uh, Billy P, thanks for signing up. And Mike S, thank you for signing up as well and becoming a uh, BTT Hall of Fame Patreon member. I appreciate it. And if you want access to all of our clashes like those fellas do and all of our pay-per-view reviews, over 400-plus Patreon-exclusive shows, including Super Brawl, which is the most recent one we did, Super Brawl 2, that is, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt is where you can sign up, become a patron, get access to all of that gold. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Get access to the ECW shows, get access to the NWA Power shows, the world-class shows, and, of course, all of the WCW uh, pay-per-views and clashes, Tales from the Territories that we've done, all that stuff. tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. One other thing before I throw it to Hopper and Crockett before they get into uh, whatever else they have before the main show is uh, one new five-star review. I actually discovered this one on Chartable. It didn't show up in the U.S. feed on Apple Podcasts. So uh, he left this several weeks ago on August the 17th. Could be a she, but someone by the name of BZEMB said, where have you lads been in his title? Five stars. Holy heck. Loving the podcast since finding you lads recently. Listening from the bottom of the earth, Auckland, New Zealand. Thank you. Oh, wow. Our reach is far and wide. I thank you too, BZ. New Zealand. I've never been there. I want to go one day. Australia too. I've been to old, old Zealand. (laughs) Where's that? It's, 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 it's all old there, but you don't want to go there. It's all old, not outdated. Mm -hmm. That's mm. why they built fucking New Zealand. Right. For you real. Tell when Harper's got a dad joke. Google it. It's true. It's I like will New not, Orleans. sir. I will not. Yeah, no, but, uh, old, old Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's called Orleans, France. Yeah. There's no such, there's no old to it. <laughs> there's no old to it. Oh boy! Just smells uh, that it, way. It just yeah. Uh, Crockett, you said you had. Did you say you had something before we get into the main show? I didn't want to miss anything before we get into this wonderful episode of Saturday Night. Well, you've been you've been bugging me week after week about about doing a top five. Uh oh. What do you Are got? You ready? <laughs> Jesus, top five Red Rooster matches. What's coming? I got the right here. The top five things Doc would rather do than record this show. Oh, that's great. Let's hear it. You've got them written down. I it seems. Well, I got I got a, I got a few of them. I, I, I'm still workshopping it. But uh, workshopping. I, mean, I, I can't. I can't okay. with that much. They're gonna give you something for the title. Um, I do have uh, goggle with razor blades. That's one. I have uh, trim his toenails with a belt sander. 
That's okay. another one. I have Monitor the BTT Facebook group. That's another one. Okay. That's all I got. Okay, so you got three of them. Top three. Wow. Did you say gargle with razor blades? Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Doc will be back next week, or he's supposed what? to be. Yeah. You're kidding me. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be. He says he's gonna be back next week. More to come on this that. We'll talk bigger, about bigger comeback than Junkyard Dogs return to WCW in nineteen ninety two. <laughs> oh boy, uh, bigger is a hell of a word to choose when you say that related <laughs> to the dog in ninety two, ninety one, and ninety. <laughs> yeah. What's that? I hope I hope Doc wears a white tux next week. Uh he no, it won't be a pay per view or a clash. He only puts the tux on for the clashes. There you go. And pay per views. Yeah. Uh anything else, Rocket? That's it. Okay. Well, so on that note, we will get into WCW Saturday night on TBS from March 21st, 1992. Boy, this month is just flying by on us here. We're already into the third week of this thing. Uh, this week's uh, episode, um, I'm going to hit play. I'm not going to play the sound from this because we're going to hear more later. But in the intro, the show starts with a clip from WCW Pro where Steamboat is doing the honorable babyface thing, hanging Rick Rude over the top rope. Kind of like we've seen in many different territories over the years. He is hanging Rick Rude over the top rope. Uh, interesting move from a baby face. And I guess we'll talk more about that later. Uh, we then go to Jim Ross, who's hosting the show for us as usual. Uh, the biggest thing that JR says is that, again, uh, you know, not only do we have the Rick Rude thing and Steamboat, but we had a violent altercation between Vader and Sting. More on that later. It really is a loaded show, so we're going to immediately head to the ring. And I'm going to spoil things for y'all here. We're going to get a Scotty Flamingo promo this week. Yeah, can't wait for that one. Uh, Anything from the opening, Crockett? No, it's just basically running down the card. Well, we do have the the main event announced, which is the Steiners versus beautiful Bobby Eaton and Larry Zabisco. So I'm sure you were worked into a shoot by that. I don't get it. They're heels. They they don't they don't want to give them the title match, so they put them I, in there with two guys that aren't the champions, or or you know the the championship team. They won't put them in there with them. Paulie <laughs> is holding back the championship team. I'm not gonna talk about this again, but just do non-title and keep the show moving. <laughs> These dudes have been champions now for a while. We never see them competing. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you were a booker, Crockett, you, you used to help book with Chaotic. Like, what would would you just not put your champions on the show? You had tag team champions, you split them up in matches. I know yeah, it's a little well, different. The, the tag the tag team thing in WCW is just. It seems like they have they have a, a few tag teams, and then they say, "Oh, we have a spot to fill, so let's just put two guys on anything else." Like, it happens on this show later on. Let's put two guys that don't have anything else going on, put them in a tag team and just have them work with this. The tag team division is just very wonky here in WCW at this point. You don't say. Yeah, for real. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we go to the first match. It is Ron Simmons versus a gentleman by the name of Randy Starr. I tell you, man, Ron Simmons is over. Uh, Crockett, this ain't a quick match, but I'll throw to you in case you got anything from it. Well, 
Randy Starr and his soft mustache just looking like a million bucks. Goes for a pose down right right from the start. Um, he's and, and he goes from this pose. They you know shows up his muscles for Ron Simmons and then throws one of the most awful punches I've ever seen. I was gonna ask Crockett. I'm sorry, Harper. Uh, what did you? What do you think about this Randy Starr guy? Yeah, it looked like he works at Jiffy Lube, or what? oh yeah, definitely. He's not a bad built dude. He's upper body. He's got a decent he's upper body. He's not too bad. Yeah, he's got that mullet going. And you think you think he gets a little stank on his hang low? Oh yeah, he's like support our troops. <laughs> Watch this punch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a little rabbit jab. And then he comes back with the uh, with the can of twisted tea, bam, right in the face. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so this, uh, go ahead, Crockett. This match, Ron is just like he's just trying shit. He does like a falling headbutt at one point. He does a double axe handles to the back. He does a bear hug. Just like he just like trying stuff out. It's kind of funny. Um, but uh, yeah, and then finishes him off pretty quickly. I guess this is the this is the place to try shit out if you just feel oh, like yeah, abusing somebody. Yeah. Like I don't know, I don't want to say he was stiff with the guy, but he surely kind of threw him around like a ragamuffin. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Oh boy! Because yeah, the head button soon. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for. There it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just randomly just drops. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Here's the bear hug. Just he just literally just picks him up. Ah, right, let me just bear hug this asshole. <laughs> um, Ron's gonna win with I don't know. I called this a modified Whoa. spine buster, Whoa. and the only reason I call it that is the guy kind of feels like the guy kind of messed up, Crockett. Or what did you Almost see? Jumps here, over him. <laughs> yeah, I think the guy didn't. I think he thought. <laughs> yeah, the guy was going for a leapfrog. Yeah. And he said no. Nope. <laughs> and plants him emphatically. In yeah. And uh, that was how that ended. From there, we go to the top ten. Um, are we going to do this again this week with these abbreviations and no tailor made man? That's right. Okay. I don't even think this has changed at all. I don't even think it is either. Let's see. It's just like we we do this every week. Hey, I let's look they, at the top ten. What the fuck? It's but it's like they get it right on some, but wrong on the next one, which makes no goddamn sense. If you're gonna fuck it up, fuck it all up. <laughs> you sound like Buddy Wendell. I'm not one of these guys who just can't fuck something up. I gotta fuck it all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Budro makes an appearance this week. Because when you have like Charlotte, North Carolina, it shows that you know it's supposed to be two capitalized letters. So it's almost like, <laughs> are you just, just goddamn stupid? Or, or, or did you do this on purpose? I think they're that goddamn stupid. I really do. I just, I can't, this is not an error, man. There's no mistakes here. This is, this is, this is, this is incompetence, man. Come on. Oh, boy. 
What's new, though? You know what I mean? We talk about this every single week. From there, after the top 10, we go to Ron Simmons. And I agree with you, Hopper uh, Crockett. I think it was the same one. No, I didn't do a side-by-side. Eric Bischoff is ringside. He's interviewing Ron Simmons after Ron Simmons' match. Let's see what Ron has to say. Ron Simmons, three-time All-American. As we've just seen, you're in the thick of things in a WCW Top 10. And I want to talk to you about the heavyweight division. What's your comments on the situation between Sting and Big Van Vader? Well, first of all, I'd like to congratulate Sting on his victory over Lex Luger. I can't think of a better man to carry that title than Sting. Congratulations to him. But he's got his hands full The Big Van Vader. The man is almost twice Sting's size. But I'm sure Sting will do his homework and come up with a good tech- some good techniques on the way to beat this man, because this man's going to be very tough. All right, I also want to talk to you about Sunday, April 12th at the Omni. Now, in addition to the five great championship matches, you're going to be taking on Cactus Jack in what is really, in effect, a rematch from Super Brawl 2. Well, everybody knows Cactus Jack. Everybody knows the man is crazy. That's one thing that's in his favor. He'll do anything to win. But when he gets in that ring with Ron Simmons, hey, it's going to be wrestling, and I'm going to take him back to the streets. He's going to find out I can be just as crazy as he is. And in the Omni, brother, in my own backyard, it's hard to beat a man in his backyard, I can tell you. When you show up in that Omni, you will see what it's all about. Along with being five, everything's on the line in the Omni. Five title matches. Hey, somebody's going to have a long face when they leave that Omni that night, I can promise you. All right, you heard it from the three-time All-American, Ron Simmons. Ben, stay with us. When we come back, we've got some Southern Rock coming your way right after this time. Southern Rock, man, Crockett. I've been waiting. I'm so glad you're still on for this, matter of fact. Yes. Talked about this Uh, a while ago. We did. Uh, Any thoughts on Ron Simmons from either of you? No, just, uh, you know, like you, you like, you like, you like to say meat and potatoes, meat and potatoes, uh, Hopper, do you remember JT Southern? Oh, he went to use a bathroom, I guess, or something. Who knows? <laughs> oh, no, well, no. You don't remember JT Southern? Fuck no. This is all new to me, bro. All right. Well, Crockett remembers him, right? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> He's. So I don't know. Should I should I play the audio of him walking out? Sure. Looks like he used to be from like Mr. Big. You know, Mr. <laughs> Big, uh, Big. Um, um, <laughs> how's it go, Crockett? Man, I'm the one who wants, wants to, to be, be with you. With you. <laughs> Deep inside, so, I know you feel it to feel, feel it too. <laughs> Who cares about little boys who talk too much? He definitely looks like the guitar player from that. <laughs> oh, come on, up. I mean, what the fuck is this, bro? I mean, we're just sitting there talking to you. I mean, can, can you just stick to the wrestling? I mean, what, what, what the hell, Hopper? <laughs> you know, the problem you, you you think you're fucking funny, but you ain't fucking funny, you know? You, somebody needs to fucking tell y'all. You ain't fucking funny. Um, I'm going to play the audio from this. If you're listening on YouTube, it might get clipped out. I don't know, but here it is. This is JT Southern coming down the hallway, center stage. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing at 238 pounds from Asbury Park, New Jersey, here comes JT Southern. Oh boy. I think he's really, I, I think he's really playing, huh? I think uh, so. I think so too. 
but I have a comment. Um, great, more hair metal bullshit in 1992. Well, 92, you could probably still pull something this. You could probably pull something like this off, but not too much longer. That's for damn sure. Was Nirvana 92? When when did they come out? I think, yeah. Yeah, We had this discussion already. Yeah. yeah. I think 92 was when that was just, that and Pearl Jam was starting to, you know, like a sickle through wheat and cut all these assholes out. Um, So, Southern comes out, and then we go to a picture-in-picture promo. Uh, I got to play this uh, from JT Southern. Here it is. Guitar playing. That's right here. In there's wrestling. I can do both. You can do neither. I'll rock and roll your world, brother. Anytime, any place. Let's do it. I got nothing against JT Southern as a wrestler. <laughs> I respect him. <laughs> this gimmick did not age well, nor did no. a feud with Van Hammer age well. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Southern says I can do both wrestle and play guitar. Well, like he, I mean, stole, he stole Beefcake's pants. I, I know, yeah. he raided his closet. Yeah, yes. did. <laughs> <Definitely>. He did. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Okay, Crockett, I'm going to say one thing and I'll throw to you. The crowd doesn't give a shit about this match. And then at one point, I think there was a Hammer chant. And I'm like, oh, God. These people are chanting for Hammer. Help me, please. <laughs> Maybe it was Greg. Maybe. <laughs> Let's use that excuse. They wanted Greg Valentine to come out and put it into this. Oh, this is like two years ago. You and I were talking about this guy, right? Or a year or two ago. I remember we did that clash and we had a conversation about JT Southern. Yeah. And it, it's it's still baffling to me that Van Heron's the baby face, right? He legit can't play the guitar. Like, what's the payoff supposed to be with this? JT comes in and says that he can actually play the guitar. What's the payoff? Like, Van Hammer can't actually play the guitar, so well, he's going to look stupid either way. It doesn't make sense for him, uh, JT Southern, being the heel, saying you can't play the guitar if he actually can't play the guitar. He's like, you're a fucking poser, bro. Yeah. I don't yeah, even think there's. I think shit. it just kind of goes away, right? JT Southern just kind of disappears I, at some point. I think so because I don't remember this well. I just he goes on remember. tour with. I think he goes on tour with Warren, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> He's my sheriff. Hey, she's only seventeen. That, that's oh, not okay. Warren. That's uh, oh, that's not Warren. That was Winger, Warren. right? No, was that Winger? That was yeah. Warren. No, bro. 17's not Warren? Look it up. No. No, you look it up. I know I'm right. I don't gotta look it up. Actually, I don't give a shit if I'm right or wrong about your hair metal stuff, Hopper, okay? I'm here talking about JT Southern's gimmick being terrible. Point goes to Harper. That's That's right, see? America. Who is it? It's Winger. It's Winger? Okay. Oh, yeah. And who was the Cherry Pie song? Warrant. That's Warrant. I saw them at at at, at uh, fucking Key West. Well, you know, all you hair metal people look alike, so that's nice. It means <laughs> goodness gracious. It means white people. 
Mm. <laughs> oh man. You saw who at Kenny's Key West? Warrant. Did you really? Yeah. It was in like the late nineties. I went to that place I went to that place a handful of times. I bet you did, bro. From dusk till dawn, whatever turns you on. Limos provided by A Confidential. I'll make you famous. <laughs> All right. Uh, back to the match. Uh, Warrant, I'm sorry, JT Southern or Winger or whatever you want to call him. He wins with what the a, fuck was that? a shitty looking gourd buster. <laughs> a, a botch face bump wannabe thing. Oh, boy. I kind of yeah, blame this... Sullivan. Yeah, let's see it again. Because look, let's he see. doesn't really go up at all, and he stays like limp. He doesn't. Yeah, extend. he kind of sandbags him. He sure did. I don't blame mm. Southern. Yeah. That's Sullivan's fault. Anyway, this match was yeah. not good. That was my comment. No, he awful kicks from JT Southern too. He just look at this. He's yeah. got a gig later on tonight at the Roxy. He's not worrying about this. <laughs> he's got a gig. Maybe he's doing a rock concert after the uh, after the Hawks game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, we go to the WCW Magazine segment with Eric Bischoff. We see several replays of the U.S. tag champs, Terrence Taylor and Greg Valentine. Uh, and then... After these replays of Taylor and Valentine and Z-Man, which bores me, and Bagwell, we go to, I got to play this clip right here. It's, just listen to what Bischoff says about the hotline. The question is whether the attacks you just witnessed will eliminate that threat or add fuel to the fire that burns within both Bagwell and the Z-Man. Well, wrestling fans around the country have been burning up the new WCW Full Menu Hotline. No, the Full Menu Hotline is not a Mexican food buffet, but it is an opportunity for WCW fans to become a matchmaker for WCW by entering their dream match or to leave a message for their favorite WCW star. An example, this message left for Flying Brian by Tim Pfeiffer of Chicago, Illinois. Brian. I think that you are one of the most exciting wrestlers I have ever seen. Could you please show your match with Jushin Liger on TBS? Well, Tim, we can't show you the whole match, but here's some highlights from that historic matchup at Super Brawl 2, courtesy of Flying Brian. Boy, if that's you not a tip, word. You cheapskate. No, if what that's did he not say a... about the Mexican restaurant? <laughs> what did he say? I'm not repeating it. That was Bischoff. No, no, like, him. I what is, like, he said, this is not ponchos. You can't just raise the flag here and keep getting refried beans. <laughs> said, Let's play it again. We'll get the exact words. Here it is. Z-Man. Well, wrestling fans around the country have been burning up the new WCW full menu hotline. No, the full menu hotline is not a Mexican food buffet, but it is an opportunity for WCW fans to become a matchmaker for WCW by entering their dream match or to leave a message for their favorite WCW. The full menu hotline is not a Mexican buffet, Hopper. Well, why does it have to be Mexican? I have no clue. He just pulled that out of thin air, didn't he? Yeah. It went over like my top five earlier in the show. Yeah, it did. Uh <laughs> the oh, overarching thing here is they're 
they're using the hotline to leave a message for your favorite wrestler or become matchmaker. And in this example, they say somebody called in to tell flying Brian Pillman he's their favorite wrestler. And can you show the match from Super Brawl? And Bischoff's like, no, well, we can't show you the full match, but here are some clips. So they basically used the bullshit line that they were like, I think they were already going to show this clip and they're like, oh, let's weave this in and get more people to call and make them think we're listening to them on the hotline. Uh, so let's make up a uh, little Timmy Pfeiffer from Chicago. And yeah. <laughs> Steven Johnson from Norfolk, Virginia wants to. Wouldn't it be funny, though, if like we were watching this one day and they mentioned like the name Steven Javorski? We'd be like, <laughs> we'd actually believe Chris it Zonja then. From Illinois. Right, or Chris Zoncha. Z-Man versus the Z-Man in a triple threat match with the Z-Man, with special guest referee Z-Man. Steven Javorski would like to see some Rick Rude dick dancing. <laughs> Steven Javorski wrote in and said he'd like to see Johnny B. Bad lay his kiss on another man. No, kidding. Again. Uh, again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, from there, we get news on the light heavyweight title with Pillman and Johnny B. Bad and Tracy Smothers and kind of everything that's going on with the light heavyweight contenders, I guess we call it. They even show Brad Armstrong. And then lastly, uh, Bischoff talks about Van Vader and Vader having his eyes on Sting's world title, which we uh, already knew about that from earlier in the show. Any thoughts the on that? The only thing that stuck out to me on this, uh, Mike, was the fact that on the main event, the commentary team was Eric Bischoff and Teddy Long. Yeah. <laughs> Did Tony Schiavone oversleep? What happened here? Why, why is it Teddy Long and Bischoff? Uh, some of these secondary shows have interest in commentary, whether it's Michael Hayes and somebody or Jimmy Garvin and somebody you'll, they'll yeah. randomly show clips and I have access to all the pro and main event and worldwide stuff. Most of it, I don't say all, but most of it. And there's just a lot of random stuff on it. I've heard I think Missy they were Hyatt. just throwing shit against the wall and just see if, you know, it's like you keep playing a different like kickers to see which one clicks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I I think Missy one time I saw her tweet about it and she was like, it was a lot of times even rerun stuff on those secondary shows. Like they would have a, a lot of stuff that we had already seen or seen in other shows. It It's a weird thing to watch those because none of them like it usually like advance continuity of storylines. If you just if you just let's like if you just saw worldwide every week it wouldn't be like i don't know you probably may have done it hopper i used to watch worldwide during like the early days of like the monday night wars and yeah. it's just like just random matches it's not like it's showing Which anything was, was that the one i was in the studio with the ring that would spin around oh uh, yeah at one point it was yeah yeah i remember watching that where you see like jim powers versus you know uh fucking Jerry Flynn. Yeah, all like the who was a big fat guy with the roadblock. Yes. Yeah, you might. You see him on Saturday night though too sometimes. I mean, yeah. But the but yeah. This, the funny thing about it though is like half the time like 
it seems like more stuff is happening on these secondary shows. They're showing clips yes. from Pro, and and they show something else happened at Worldwide later on in this show. It's like there's no big angles on the actual. This is supposed to be the A show, right? Yeah, you do get that on some of those shows, but not. It's not like consistent. And it's not like every single week, but you do. You definitely do get that on those shows during this era. Now, I was more or less speaking of. Once we get into the Monday Night War era, you'll start like worldwide still on, but you're not really getting you're definitely not getting anything then. Might get some Saturday night stuff, but I mean it gets to the point where Nitro is the only thing that's happening, you know, before Thunder starts. Right. Yeah. Um but Hopper, we're gonna keep moving because we got our next yeah. match and it's the Z Man uh, and Marcus Bagwell <laughs> versus Buddy Lee Parker and a gentleman by the name of Jesse Curls. Jesus. Look at this dude. Looks like a pregnant Getty Lee from Rush. <laughs> Bro, what? <laughs> Thank you for the description, Hopper. I don't even know what else to say about him because you encapsulated it right there. Oh, man. This poor guy. Dude, he, okay, stop it. D- d- hold on. Oh, I'll go back. People, I'll go back. They buy, I assume they buy these posters at the event. Wow, look at that. It's a little black kid with a Z-Man poster. And and I, I mean, a lot of times the TV tapings when I would go to TV tapings I mean it was WWF, but they'd hand the people they'd hand the people the poster and say, "Here, hold this up." And then Well, film I was them. about to say that. Look at yeah, this kid in the bow tie. Hold it up. It, it's, it... Oh jeez, we lost him. Where would he go? Okay, I don't know if he got cut off, but look at this kid in a bow tie. He see he's got like a tube in his oh, hand. Jesus, I think that's a poster. I think they're handing him out. Yeah, we lost you, Hopper. If you can hear us, did you hit mute? Wait, wait, wait! No, the internet's screwing up. You oh, got okay. Me? You're back. We got you. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to say, bro, the poster's gonna get ruined in in fucking two seconds. <laughs> Why the fuck did you probably if I was that kid's dad, I'd be beating his ass, bro. <laughs> oh man. I've always wondered that. It's like why in the fuck would you open that just to have it ruined in like five fucking minutes? Because oh, I'm just gonna roll it up. Yeah, okay. And stick it on a wall. Or when you get home, yeah. Have fun with that. It's all ripped to shit. I think they're handing them out. Kids. Somebody, yeah, somebody, this... who, tell us if you're listening, and because I never went to center stage for a show. Oh, that's true, huh? You think they're giving those out? I didn't think yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of kids in the audience that have like posters rolled up, like they have like a tube in their hand, and I, I mean, it's not a tube; it's the rolled up poster. And I, I just think I, I got a feeling that they were handed those, and they're that's they're just unrolling them and showing them. I figured they might give them like homemade posters, like with the poster board, with you know, go stay and go or something. I think they're making those. You can't be uh, giving shit away, bro. The fuck? Why not? It's not like they know how to manage anything. You see the product in the ring sometimes. (laughs) All right. Uh, We get a picture and picture from Taylor and Valentine discussing a match that will take place tomorrow for the U.S. titles. Um. Outside of making fun of this Jesse Curls guy, I, I don't really have much from this. Z-Man is going to hit a missile drop kick, and Z-Man and Bagwell win 
anything from you, Crockett? Yeah, well, I do have a timestamp, but first I want to say that the, they announced for the first time during this match that in two weeks there will be an exciting new format for WCW. Yes. It's called it's called WCW Saturday Night. So, Mike, after six years of saying WCW Saturday Night, you'll actually be right in two weeks. I've been right the whole time. <laughs> no, actually, it, I didn't start calling it Saturday Night until I, I used to call it NWA Saturday Night. And then... Yeah. I think it was when we moved out of Techwood, I started calling it WCW Saturday Night. It was called World Championship Wrestling, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, no, that's some. I mean, but we. It was used to always call called it, World Championship Wrestling. Yeah. It was, but when we were in the studio, I would call it NWA Saturday Night, and then right. when we get moved out of Techwood, I think that's when I started calling it WCW. But you're you're absolutely right, and that is the new format with the quote unquote talk show format in front of a live audience that I was mentioning a few weeks ago, Crockett. Yes, and they and they announced the match. Maybe we'll talk about that later. They announced the first match for two weeks from now, which is oh, go a ahead favorite. Of, what's that? Go ahead. No, I was going to say, go ahead and say it. Well, it's going to be stunning Steve Austin defending the TV title against <laughs> the Z-Man. Yeah. Two, out, two of three out, falls. out of three falls. You got Probably, that to look forward to. You got to be... Chris Zoncha to want to see Z-Man in a two out of three falls. I love you, that, Chrissy. <laughs> that timestamp, though, is a 2350. I think it was so we were watching it. Here it is. Yeah, uh, Jesse Curls the... uh, <laughs> headlock takeover by, by Z-Man, and Jesse Curls gets his shoulder up at about a five and a half count. Let's see. One, One two, <laughs> Little Nick, pa- Nick Patrick just has to stop and act like his Jesus, shoulders off. The- what a fucking uh, look at this guy, Hopper. Yeah, it's like a wish. brother. <laughs> look at it. I had that timestamp. Z-Man goes to Savant, kick him, completely misses him, and the dude still takes a bump. Watch it. Yeah, it's like an insecurity uh, attempt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He never touched him. Like the old, the old back brain kick from Nintendo Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> King Corn Khan, I think is. Yeah, the Asian guy. Yeah. This might have been this guy's first match, man. Here's the missile drop kick. Get out of here, Kelly uh, Lee. They call yeah. me the working man. One, two, yes, three. That's, I am. Great oh, musical man. episode tonight. Hopper <laughs> Hopper loves singing. He loves singing. <laughs> well, after Z-Man and Bagwell win, you know, we saw Nikita in the post presser gimmick after Sting won the title. So we need to hear from Shotota. <laughs> what you got, Crockett? No, it's it's like you said we saw him, like if you blink you missed him, and they didn't really acknowledge him at all. But yeah, yeah, he was there. Yeah, I don't even think Hopper. I had to point it out to y'all. I was like, that that's Nikita, if y'all didn't realize yeah, it. Yeah, because I was like, when the fuck's beating up Bobby Eaton like that? <laughs> well, Nikita's going to tell us what the deal is, or maybe he won't. Here it is. Nikita, as many fans around the world already know, you made a very auspicious return to WCW. Back at Super Brawl 2, in fact, it was at the post-Super Brawl press conference where Sting was answering questions to the 
foreign press. And in addition to all the chaos that took place, as I said, you made a very auspicious debut. And a lot of fans would like to know why, number one, you were at the press conference. And more importantly, what your motivations are. Were you there to challenge the new world heavyweight champion? Were you there to attack the dangerous alliance? Exactly what were your motivations? You know, those are very good questions, comrade. But you're not the only one that's been asking those questions. I don't care where I go. I don't care if I go to my gym. I don't care if I go to a restaurant. I don't care if I go to an airport. The people out here have been asking me, why, Nikita, were you at Super Brawl? Well, you know, you're not the man I want to talk to. There's only one man that I want to talk to, and he's not standing out here. You know who you are. You and I need to sit down and have a heart-to-heart -heart talk. You and I need to talk one-to-one. -one. There's been something burning deep inside me now for many months. And you and I have to sit down and talk this thing out. And then, and only then, Eric Bischoff, will all of these people know and will all the people around the world know why Nikita Koloff was at Super Pro. Well, make no mistake, he is back in WCW, but the question remains, why? Stay with us. Jim Russell will be back with more action right after this. So we got to figure out why he's back. I he's guess. back because the Soviet Union collapsed. Well, he's actually from Lithuania now. Oh, well. <laughs> they point out he's now representing Lithuania. Yeah. yeah. They must have moved there. They will point that out. Well, no, he lives in America. They they will point that out too. Like I think Jr. over the next few months is going to be like, ah, oh, Nikita Kolop, formerly of Russia, from Lithuania, but now he makes his home in the U.S. Like, wait, what? <laughs> it's the damnedest thing. Uh, and I bet Javorski beats off to that look Nikita's giving. Come on, ah! that's what he does. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop. What a moron that buffoon is. Malatier. He kind of lost some of his accent. Yeah, he's starting to not sound like he's Russian or whatever. Lithuanian. Yeah, he's just like talking like, yeah, regular English, but with like a grovelly voice kind of. Yeah. How you say? Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts, Crockett, on Nikita there? No, that's it. Yeah. Meat and potatoes and, uh, you know, he answers Bischoff's question, but Nikita just, it's like presumably he wants to have a conversation with Sting. So more to come in the next month, I guess. Brad Armstrong takes on Greg Sawyer in the next match. Uh, he's going to win with a Russian Lake sweep. And, you know, you'll notice during this era, I guess Brad isn't like doing too many, I mean, at least on the main show. I feel like he's going to pick up some wins. This is one of them. Any thoughts, Crockett? It's like, you know, they're trying to weave him into this light heavyweight title thing, so. Well, they do him no favors right from the get-go because he's already in the ring when they, they come back from break. So, like, I mean, they save, like, 15, 20 seconds of air time to let him, you know, for do it to do an entrance to have him already in the ring. But it just, like, costs him his credibility in the meantime because he's just a guy starting in the ring, basically looks like a job guy right from yeah. the get-go. Yeah. No intro. 
No, yep. you know, like the other guys coming down the hallway. Yeah. I mean, he, he'd probably give his left nut to do jizz hands at this point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hear you. All right. Uh, anything else, Crockett? No, I think that's it. Yeah, I didn't have too much from it. So, um, like I said, he's going to win with a Russian leg sweep. One, two, three. And uh, he gets the win. Um, as we go to commercial, I thought this was really funny. I, maybe I'm immature. Actually, not, maybe not. I'm very immature. I laugh at stuff I shouldn't. Uh, we see a graphic that says, let him dangle. Uh, let's get to it. It should be coming up shortly. Oh, shoot. I passed it up. There it oh, is. Oh, look at this. Come on, man. Stop the Asian hate. Let on. him dangle. Let the him steamboat dangle. has rude over-the-top rope hanging him. I don't know. I just found that amusing. Let him dangle. As the baby face hangs the heel. Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> well, you know. All right. So then we come back from commercial and Jim Ross throws to a clip of footage of Ricky Steamboat hanging Rick Rude. We talked about this earlier in the show. The clip is Steamboat wrestling Arn on WCW Pro, but Paulie dangerously interferes and he ends up regretting that. Um, he's on the apron. Paul gets knocked into the ring. This leads to Paulie getting inverted, atomic dropped. And then Rude runs in and hits Steamboat from behind, but Steamboat fights back and then ends up choking Rude. I don't even know what this is formally called. He's got his gi on, but he not his gi on, but he's got that the belt that you have on your like you know martial arts gi. And he that's what he hangs him with. Crockett, uh, this is pretty uh, pretty big, I guess you'd say. I I I don't know. I guess they pissed off the babyface enough where it's okay for the babyface to hang the heel. But what did you think about all this? It's it's the whole thing is just kind of weird to me. This is the first. Uh, show of the new i mean th- this is actually from pro but this is the first show of the new taping right i think so i, I, I i'm pretty sure you said last week that that was the last i show think so of that yeah taping. I, th- I think you're right so they've completely switched directions like the whole thing like two weeks ago was rude and sting rude attacks them after the or they yes. have a, a skirmish after after super brawl now yep. it's completely the new taping. They've completely changed directions, and now it's um, rude and rude and sting, um, rude and steamboat still, which actually makes sense because steamboat got screwed in the match, mm-hmm. and they they got Vader and and Sting. So it's really weird how two weeks ago it was all about rude and Sting, and now all of a sudden Vader is just kind of pushed to the forefront, and now it's uh, rude doing the secondary feud with uh continuing the feud with steamboat so it's a little weird yeah because they really i mean if you think about the the super brawl attack with rude and sting it kind of doesn't it doesn't align with the direction it was like somebody came in and said no 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 we're not doing that yeah because yeah because like i said it was a screw, super screwy finish at super brawl with with the, the whole ninja thing so it was yeah. you know primed for a rematch but then they Started to go in this direction with the press conference, and now they're kind of recorrecting. Everything was airtight, brother. You know that. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, any thoughts on the heel hanging? I'm sorry, the baby face hanging the heel here? I mean, the, it was. it's kind of tit for tat. He, he attacks him with the, with the belt, and then 
you know, Ricky basically just returns fire. I mean, maybe it's a little much. The little but the hanging might be a little much. Maybe <laughs> yeah. whip him with the belt, whip him at the belt a couple times, drag him around the ring. But to hang him, you, you, you might it might be a bridge too far. You might be correct. I don't know. Like I keep, I go both. Like I think about this in two different ways. I mean, when you're in a fight, <laughs> let's assume this is a shoot. I mean, you know, they've done some pretty heinous things to Steamboat. So, yeah, this is too much. Like you just, I mean, isn't he's just trying to get back? The problem is, you know, I always say this. When you're attempting murder of someone, it it gets a little squirrely in wrestling because <laughs> there's there's armed security, there's police officers that if somebody was legitimately being hung in an arena, you know, a cop would be like, "Whoa, let's slow down." I mean, maybe this is a bridge too far. So it it is. I mean, I think we had that discussion years ago. We talked about the angle with talk, Dr. Tom when he's. Um, you know, getting hung and there's a freaking Alabama police officer or Montgomery, whatever building they were in. I forget off top of my head. He's literally sitting there in the same corner that this man is dying. It's like, uh, so do do police officers not stop other men from killing men? Like, uh, right. The the officers just staring in there looking. So like, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing that always gets me. It's kind of like you really I don't look, I'm not I, I don't like to take things way too serious, but yeah, you're just you know, another man's trying to kill a man. What are we doing here? That's where I think it gets. But I will say this, if you if you're watching this and you're really into it, I I I can see why it makes sense. Like Steamboat's pissed off at him and he's going to try everything in his power to get him back and I get I get it. Um, I also think it depends on how old you are. Like I'd be 17 at this point. I'm just looking at it going, Oh yeah, he's hanging him. But if you're a young yeah. kid, you're like, Holy shit. He's hanging Rick Rude. You know, like you, you get into it a little bit different. All right. Well, from, from that, we go to uh, Rick Rude and Paulie cutting a promo and Rick Rude and Paulie have some things to say about what went down here. That is. After the videotape that we Shut just up. saw. Shut up, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. When you came to World Championship Wrestling, you were a nice, quiet family man looking for the winner's share of the purse. Ravishing Recruit has gotten underneath your skin because now you're a bloodthirsty animal looking for revenge, which means, my man, you're going to make a mistake. And when you make that fatal mistake, you're going to fall into the trap that's been laid out for you by the United States Heavyweight Champion, Ravishing Recruit. How about it? In the beginning of time, they thought the earth was flat. Then they found it was round. They built a ship called the Titanic, said it couldn't be sunk. Then along came the iceberg. What about the Hindenburg? What I'm trying to tell you, Bischoff, is things aren't always as they seem. Things don't always turn out as planned. I set out with the intent of bodily harm on Ricky Steamboat, and he turned the tables. Things didn't turn out as planned. 
So I can't stand here in all honesty and say that next time things will turn out exactly as I plan. But I can't promise you, Ricky Steamboat, that there will be another time and that there is another plan. Bye-bye, Ricky. Words for the United States heavyweight champion. And we'll be back right after this. Um, Crockett, thoughts? You on mute, Crockett? Crockett? Oh, hi. Oh. <laughs> Forgot I muted myself to sneeze. Oh. <laughs> it happens. It's just kid stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, it's a, a um, classic recruit promo. He's like the, the man when it comes to promos at this period in WCW, it looks like. Oh, it's a good thing he's not living in 2023. He's talking about the earth, you know. Yeah, I know. They say, uh, it, was, real. They say it was flat. Now they know it's round. I'm like. Yeah, Flip Gordon's ears are buzzing. Yeah, man, Flip Gordon's ears are buzzing, and there's a whole society around the globe that thinks it's flat still. Yep. My only thoughts. <laughs> if you believe in flat Earth, I ain't mad at you. I just, I just don't know what the payoff would know be if it was flat. That shit, huh? <laughs> Bro, there's people that believe it. No, I, I said this I years think that's ago. Bullshit. Well. Go to YouTube. There's a lot of people who claim it. Here's the thing about it. Why would they? <laughs> this is what I always say. I heard I heard one flat earther one time say, they don't want us to know we're in an enclosed environment. Um, where am I going, even if it is an enclosed environment? It ain't like I can leave the planet. How do you so, know that? Maybe they're like, like uh, 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 maybe they're keeping technology away from you. Okay. What's the payoff? Show me the money. Whenever I hear somebody say it's flat. Okay. What's the payoff? Just give me a logical explanation. Don't tell me because it's an enclosed environment. Because it's, it's an enclosed environment and it's like the Truman Show. Yeah. Well, any other thoughts, Crockett? No, boy. What do you think about what we're about to see next? JYD and PN News. No, it's heavy funk. funk. Up next versus Greg Valentine and Terry Taylor. Is that their tag team name, or that's his name now? (laughs) No, that's just like they just wanted to put something different on the graphic. That's not their tag name. By the way, this is what I was talking about earlier. Just uh, we need two baby faces. Who's not doing shit? (laughs) Right. And I don't think PN News is going to be here much longer. I didn't know he was still there. He's still here and he ain't going to be around much longer. Yeah, I I haven't seen him the entire time I've been doing this. So I I thought I was going to do it without seeing him. His time is coming to an end. I don't know if he's on TV on Saturday night, maybe a couple more times. It ain't much. So enjoy them while you can. Uh, they're taking on the Taylor made man, Terry Taylor and Terrence Taylor and um, Greg Valentine. Let me go to you, Crockett. Believe it or not, they put these two big old boys in there and they're going to make them go about eight to ten minutes. Oh, shit. Prior, 
It was like he stole Ted DiBiase's gear. <laughs> you know, I was gonna. I think I said that last week. Yeah, it's like almost the exact duplicate. Yeah, without the fucking the million without dollars. Without the, the dollar signs on the lapels. Fuck. You think they got a yeah. cease and desist order? Oh God! Money, <laughs> money, 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 money. It really does look like it. I mean, it's it's the whole gimmick, man. It's the million dollar man, <laughs> <laughs> cummerbund, jacket, all of it. Yeah. Okay, uh, Crockett, your thoughts on this? I don't know. I don't know what the edict is that went out like at CNN Center or whatnot, but they continue to put over JYD's fitness. Just every week, someone's talking about how, like Ross said, he's this week that he's been working very dil- diligently in the gym. He's lost fifty pounds. <laughs> Maybe he did lose fifty pounds. You think he was bigger than this, and he he shed weight? I, Could be I, to me. To me, it's like the original fake news. It's like, just keep telling somebody something and maybe they'll start believing it. Yeah, like Flat Earth. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, they Crockett's right. And they're not, it, they just keep doing it. And you're looking at him going, this maybe man he is didn't lose weight. He does fat. look kind no. of thinner because he's, he's got that chain around his neck. And I think he did lose some weight. He just looks fat to me. He didn't, he didn't lose nothing. I'm with you, Crockett. I, I don't know what the hell, why they keep bringing it up. It's not good. Yeah, well, uh, I, and I have, a, I have a time stamp at 46.25. Speaking of uh, the dog, the laziest snap mare in, in wrestling history. Let me see. Is it right here? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's blown <laughs> up, dude. He ain't even fucking uh, go down. He just kind of. Man, I mean, yeah, my—he just kind of grabbed grabbed him by the head and just kind of like pushed, <laughs> moved his hands forward, and Valentine took the bump. I Didn't love come up his feet, barely even leaned over. Man, I would have loved to be a fly on the wall when these four were talking in the back about what they were gonna do. Um, because Terry Taylor is still in really good shape. Valentine's in good shape for yeah. that fact. And like, God bless dog and PN news. They can't move with these dudes, man. Like news can a little bit more cause he's younger, but yeah, I just don't, I don't get it. Why this thing just freeze up on me? There it is. Um, my note, Crockett, was when it got to it. Did you have anything else? I'm about to go to 4950. No. So at 4950, JYD is blown up. and But there's a double bump, and Dog makes the hot tag to News. And News comes in. You know He's rolling. He's on fire. But Dog is blown up. Uh, all four guys end up fighting. There's a belly-to-belly by News on Taylor. Uh, but Greg the Hammer Valentine drops an elbow on News as News went for the pin, and Taylor and Valentine are going to win by pin at that point as uh, News gets pinned. Uh, that's not dog ain't working. He's like huffing yeah. and puffing. Like his he is sucking win. <laughs> it doesn't look good. Uh, this was not a good match. 
it went a while and they didn't need this much time. But my overall thought, Crockett, it just wasn't good. Did you have kind of the same? Yeah, I mean, no, he's not yeah. even going to the corner. Nope. <laughs> he's, he's on his knees sucking wind paper. speaking of dangling <laughs> that he, he he even when he picks himself up like this is the hot tag and this is when they're going home yeah he he's just, just standing ropes just fuck yeah he comes there in finally goes. but he ain't dude he, look at him punches he's yeah he's blowing he's sucking oh, wind <laughs> Uh, Most devastating Taylor. elbow in the business. Most devastating elbow in the business. One, two, three. Terrence Taylor wins. I got nothing else. All right, let's continue. Uh, we go to commercial when we come back, and uh, we got to play a debut of sorts. Here it is. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to WCW. In just a moment, we'll see Dustin Rose. But right now, let's hear these pre recorded comments from Scotty Flamingo. Ladies, 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 pick those chins up off the floor. I know the hearts are beating fast. I know you're going, it's him. It's the Flamingo Kid, Scotty Flamingo. And the Flamingo Man is World Tour. Well, that's it, ladies. It's here, it's now, and it's hype. Because World Championship Wrestling is the hottest thing going. And the spark that started the flame is a light heavyweight division. Of course, they're going to have to change the name to the Scotty Flamingo division. Boys, shine the belt up. I'm here, I'm now, I'm untouchable, I'm unstoppable, and I'm unbeatable. Because when it comes to loving ladies, Tom Cruise will know a thing. And compared to my IQ, Einstein's a ding-a-ling. Girls see my smile, the gleam in my eye. They see this body. They say I'm so fly. They say that I'm sweet, like a vintage champagne. I want to kiss me all over like a big candy cane. Word. As I always say, ladies, Flamingo Madness. Catch it. Bruh. (laughs) Did he say something about his ding-a-ling? Uh, yeah, here it is. No. Untouchable, no, I'm unstoppable, and oh. I'm unbeatable. Because when it comes to loving ladies, Tom Cruise will know a thing. And compared to my IQ, Einstein's a ding-a-ling. Girls see my... Oh, okay. This dude became Raven. Yeah, I know, huh? Isn't that's, that crazy? <laughs> that's incredible. Even <laughs> Einstein's a ding-a-ling. This, is incre- this dude became Raven. <laughs> He went from, I don't even know what you call this character. He went from that to Nirvana. <laughs> That's amazing, man. Well, you know why the PN News had to go? Because there's a new rap, rap star there's, in town. Yeah. There's a new rap master in town. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we got a lot more to look forward to, but that was pretty damn amazing from Scotty Flamingo. Is he related to Danny Flamingo, Hopper? That's his dad. That's a joke. I'm no, that's real. He's from joking. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Google it. Okay. Scotty came a long way from his flamingo days. That's all I want to say. All right. Uh, next matchup. Or did you have anything else on Scotty Flamingo, Crockett? No. It's, I'm interested to see more. Yeah. It's I wasn't uh, expecting that. It's amazing when you see that. When you see that for the first time, you're like, that's Raven. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. He's going to get a little push, too. Uh, yeah, he can get a little push. Dustin Rhodes is taking on John Peterson up next, who looks like Hopper's 
ninth grade math teacher with a little ball spot. Uh, what do you have from this one, Crockett? Little. Uh, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, hey, brother. No, no, not much of this. Uh, Peterson uh, looked good, took good bumps for him. I was just kind of amazed. Just I don't know. I was kind of drifting off watching this match, thinking how like Dustin could have just kind of coasted on Dusty's name, and plenty of wrestlers' kids have done that. But he just like the the extreme risk he took going to WWF and just doing something completely different is still amazing to me after all these years. Yeah, I guess it. But it had to do with you know their bad blood too. I guess he. Yeah, they had a falling out with the. Yeah, so he's like, "Screw him! I'm gonna go do my own thing. Like, I'll show that I can make it." Yeah, I think I said this on the show maybe a few weeks. I don't know if you were on Crockett or not, but he was really good from the beginning. And yeah, he's he's only like probably what twenty three, twenty four here or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, he's really young. I mean, and I don't, you know, he he did a couple of. episodes when they were still in Techwood, but it wasn't I me. Mean, he wasn't bad, but he, he was just so young, but I mean, he's still really, really young here. I just never gave him the credit. I probably should have back then. He was really good. And oh yeah, definitely. I don't, yeah. Like he wasn't, you know, you see guys who are, you know, second generation. It's like, uh, they're just not that good, but man, Dustin was good. I, I don't think he got the credit he deserved back then. Maybe it's because the business was, not doing so well. That's probably part of it, but I don't know. Well, the next match is Steve Austin versus a gentleman by the name of John Collins. Look, look at Hopper. Look at this fucking bro. dude. All these dudes look like fucking. He looks like he could be in Journey. <laughs> like that video when they're on a loaded dock. He does don't definitely they... have Steve Perry hair. Yeah, bro. <laughs> There's no way that this guy didn't travel with uh, Jesse Curls. Yeah, you got Jesse Curls looking like Getty Lee. You got this guy looks like he's from Journey. And then you got this southern guy that looks like he's from Mr. Big. <laughs> Fuck. Bro, from a super group. Yeah, this, Joan, this, Joan Collins. This, this really was the episode of what the shit is going it's on here. The- He's got the off the rack blue singlet with like a Hanes regular black t shirt. Yeah. Hey, that's a Hanes uh, beefy. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this dude. And he's taking on stunning Steve Austin that looks like a million bucks with this beautiful robe on and his hot chick with his belt. And this is who the fuck he's got to get in a ring with. Okay. <laughs> All right. He he looks like he's straight up wearing like uh uh what do you call it uh suspenders like 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 fucking hillbilly gym uh overalls or whatever yeah overalls like fucking boogie. Chucky boogie nothing about you says computer or technology <laughs> just dude. Oh, and the dude uh, is not good too. He's not. No, he's, he's not. He's pretty awful. He's wearing that standard black Hanes fucking t-shirt. Yeah. Black yes, knee pads, uh, black boots. Yeah. Those boots ain't cheap either, man. Yeah. Those are some like nice patent leather wrestling boots. He's 
He's got some money invested in them boots. He's not even selling. Do do you notice that? This dude is just like dead fish (laughs) on the mat. Right. Austin's kneeing him in the back of the head and he's just just laying there. Like he's not doing nothing. Dude, sell. (laughs) This don't last long. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he called it early because just seeing this guy just kind of languish on the mat, he was just like, all right, let's fucking go home. Well, watch the stun gun here that he hits him with. Oh. First off, the guy, I don't think the guy knew how to take it because, look, no. Austin Iris whips him in. He hits the ropes, and the dude's about to pay, take a backdrop, and Austin holds on to him like, nope, <laughs> and then just drops him over the top. Rope you see him, see him shake his head? Austin. Yeah, yeah. Look at him. You can see it. Watch him. (laughs) Austin's like, nah. (laughs) One, two, three. Uh, Good stuff, pal. Austin for the win. That didn't last long, as it shouldn't have. And now this dude's getting up like he shouldn't be dead. Oh Jesus! I just realized he's getting up. And a reference (laughs) like, stay down, stay down, stay down. Yeah, Pee-wee's like hand on the back of his head basically holding him down yeah. yeah do not get up dude you just got hit with the TV champs finisher and you're standing up or about to stand up <sighs> yeah this guy and uh, what was the other guy's name from earlier Jesse Curls they, Jesse Cur- they rode together I wish I had oh, Jesse Curls <laughs> I wish that I was Jesse Curls dun, dun, dun. Jesse Curls can't All right, find well, a worker like that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Austin and Medusa now. They are with Bischoff ringside after Austin's win. All right, well, Jim Ross, I am joined at ringside by Medusa, of course, and a world television champion, stunning Steve Austin. And Steve, I like Steve. Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Listen, I got stuff I got to say right here, and I want to talk to K.O. Wait a minute, wait a minute. It is my understanding that you are barred from doing any interviews. You're censored. I'm barred from doing interviews with policies in the WCW that have to do with anything else but Diamond Dallas Page. But who does K. Allen Fry think he is? The band Diamond Dallas Page. Where does he get off? Doesn't he hurt the Constitution? The First Amendment? He's supposed to be a lawyer. The, the bottom line is where did he get his law degree from? University of Moscow? Good God! Give me a break. Who do you represent? The KGB? I got something to say, and I'll say exactly. You're not supposed to be out here. Hey, wait a minute. I know that I can dunk. I know that I cannot speak about anything but WCW policies. The bottom. Not, not hey, wait. I got something to say. Evidently, he is barred. Stunning Steve Austin. You've got something on your mind. I've got a couple of things on my mind. I keep hearing Wyndham and Rose talking about. Bunkhouse matches and bull rope matches against myself and a cruncher. Any kind of match is fine, Bischoff, because we'll be more than happy to kick the hell out of those two guys. But what we're here really thinking about is the world television title. Z-Man is going to get an opportunity that I've given every top contender in world championship wrestling. The opportunity to be the world television champion. Z-Man, you've got a lot of heart, a lot of ability, and a lot of desire. But it doesn't matter what you have because you can't beat me. No one can beat me. I am the best wrestler on TV today and the greatest world television champion ever. 
Medusa, you've got something on your mind? I sure do. We are the first class and the first family at WCW, and I have a message for Missy Hyatt. I am the first lady at WCW because you're taking a lot more than just your credentials to the committee. Wait a minute. You That's heard from the world, world television champion stunning Steve Austin and Medusa, and we'll be back for a look at one of the most frightening nights in Sting's career right after this. Boy, that Diamond Dallas Page thing is weird. <laughs> Crockett, what do you think about all this? Yeah, it's another thing like what's the payoff? I'm not quite sure. I mean, I don't think anything <laughs> like what does he get beat up by the whole thing started with the the Gordian uh Steve Williams thing, Terry Gordian Steve Williams. But, oh yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's that's why he was censored because he was talking about the fact that they're coming to WCW and they that that wasn't supposed to be out there or whatever the hell they're talking about. But but yeah, it's it's very weird and like I don't know where they're going with it, if they're going anywhere. And we've seen recently that they've just they just changed direction on a dime. So I'm guessing that probably is what ends up happening here. Fake news. I don't hmm. think there's a much of a payoff for this. I don't think there's a payoff for much of anything. No, that's here. not true. There's there's payoff. Really? All right. Yeah, I mean, Sting won the world title from Luger. That's a payoff. I mean, you know, it's just kid stuff. Calm down, yeah. Hopper. Okay. Uh, but Doug Dillinger Sting. has to escort DDP out. What were you about to say, Crockett? Sorry, I, Austin definitely a lot looser with his accent. I remember a few weeks ago we heard him, and he was like really trying not to sound like a guy from Texas. This week, it's it's basically he's yeah he's almost stone cold. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how how bad he had to hold in his laugh talking about Z Man being a top contender. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, we didn't, we didn't mention that Z Man was doing commentary for his match. I didn't. Uh, well, uh, was he? I, I purposely avoided bringing it up. Come on. Well, I just want to make sure so Chris Zancho is aware. Yeah. <laughs> this is shameful. The man's name is Zaha, and we keep no, saying Zaha. It's, it's Zaha. That's, that's Zaha. Fake news. Fake news. That's be. Zaha. That sounds like a hamburger. The new Zaha. <laughs> I think the first Fake time news. I said his name on air, I said Zuka. And boy, they I got roasted. Everybody was tagging me it's zaha yeah and i said zuka and you said zoncha <laughs> which there's no n anywhere in there but you somehow yes, there is. it's silent <laughs> no, mm. no n. he's a good kid one of my favorite listeners to be f- frank all right um boy medusa's hot yeah i said yeah it. bro she looks good here man she does all right well we go to commercial we come back and Jim Ross throws the footage of Vader attacking Sting when Sting was wrestling an enhancement talent during a WCW pro taping, I believe it was. Uh, Sting won the match, but Vader ends up hitting the ring and they start going at it. And Vader no-sells a Sting chair shot. And then Sting goes to the top rope and comes off. But when he does, look at Vader send that ref just launching. Sting goes to the top rope and when he comes off the top rope, Vader catches him, hits him with a power slam, followed by a splash. Uh, then Vader is going to blast Sting with a chair. There's the power slam if you're watching on the video version with us. And Sting is kind of just being handled like a rag doll. Uh, the faces eventually hit the ring to save Sting. And Vader doesn't really powder out. He casually gets out of the ring. 
And if Doc was here, I'd be like, man, Doc, you loved this, didn't you? And he would have. Doc would – he'd have been hitting the Javorski, pulling his pants down in the middle of the show, <laughs> spanking that thing and blasting a few through a sheetrock in the ceiling. I mean, it, the Jeez. walls would have had holes in it. But he would have. That's how he is. But, man, um, they put Vader over strong here. I mean, like, we got to remember, this is your world champion, and Vader just obliterates him in the middle of the ring. Yeah. He's kicking his ass. I mean, oh, yeah. he's just beating the dog shit out of him. Thoughts, Crockett? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a way to, to set someone up as a challenger. Definitely. he. Yeah, he really just fucking wipes the floor with him. Why, even um, the subtle thing, like I said, when, when the baby face hit the ring, like, if you watch, he just, like, casually is like, all right, I guess I'll get out of here now. He doesn't, like, the- run. Yeah, the babyfaces took their sweet ass time, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, like Ron, Ron's in the ring, Bagwell's in the ring, Steamboat's in the ring, and Vader's like flexing and like, I ain't going nowhere. And then he casually gets out. He just steps between the ropes. Windham's yeah, in the ring. Like, th- these are heavy hitters. And he's just like, eh, screw you. He's got yeah, balls. He definitely doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, like, he, that's perfectly put. Yeah, he doesn't powder. He doesn't back away he's just like all right i'm done here harley does but vader's like nah i'm taking my time uh definitely putting him over strong any thoughts hopper no and they just made vader look like a monster they really did yeah, so, they must be giving those posters out bro because that's like the third or fourth one i've seen since that's what i was saying man so from there we go back to center stage and sting's gonna cut a promo on what we just saw and I wish Doc was here because the end of it is glorious. Here it is. We just got to look at the videotape that incident between yourself and 450 pound Van Vader. It was frightening for me. I can't imagine what it was like for you. When I hit Big Van Vader with a stinger splash, then I picked up a metal chair and hit him almost as hard as I possibly could. And he turned around and looked at me and said, no pain sting that was pretty scary but the scariest part about it is i knew he had a lot more to give than what he gave just then so van vader you're asking me if this is fear that you see in these eyes maybe so maybe you do see a little bit of fear in these eyes but if you look real close you also see the world heavyweight champion in these eyes and let me tell you something else this world heavyweight champion right here rides on fear i live for fear it gives me goosebumps and gets me all excited take me serious that's all i have to say to you Thing got flattened in the ring, but he uh, seems want Vader to take him serious, and then he howls at the end. And my buddy Everett Starr out there loved that howl, and so did Doc, even though he's not here. Any thoughts, Crockett? No, I mean it's, he gets a point across. He's I don't know what the hell he was doing, like a little chicken dance at the end there after he did the howl. <laughs> that was a little, a little strange, but um, yeah, I, I mean I like how he put the guy over. He he gave me so much and put me on my back, but he he had even more to give, which was a cool line. So yeah, he's really puts over 
they've done everything here to put him over strong going into this feud with Sting for the title. Popper, any thoughts? Fucking Sting's ready to kick Vader's ass. Look, 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 look at the, look at the, I, I had it. That's why I popped that. it. Yeah. Um, I agree, Hopper. Sting is ready to kick Vader's ass. Oh, As we yeah. go to commercial, we go to commercial. And remember, the main event is the Steiner brothers versus Bobby Eaton and Larry Zbysko. Now, I don't know about y'all, but the name Steiner is not really hard to spell. I even think Hopper can pull that off without spell check. Yeah, Steiner bros. We go to commercial, and we see Stinner bros next. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? I, I don't... I, under, I mean, <laughs> what am I going to keep repeating the same shit, bro? It, it's like, how can you fuck this up that bad, and no one gets punished for it? It's obvious there's no punish... I don't know. I guess they get rewarded for bad behavior because they keep doing this shit <laughs> you can you can almost forgive them for misspelling towns but this is these are like yeah. the this is the top right. babyface team in your company and they Steiner. misspell their name steiner bros Look. and it's b-r-o apostrophe s like it's possessive yes. right right why jesus <laughs> christ look I think we figured out years ago when they misspelled Arn's name instead of Arn, A-R-N, they put Arnie Anderson, A-R-N-E, <laughs> up there. I mean, I really think that was the breaking point of, oh, you sons of bitches just can't spell, and even if you could, you have no quality control, and you just don't give two shits. So yeah. nothing after, look, you can say a lot of things. But Arn Anderson is one of the greats of the sport. And he is one of your top people. And he's in the ring. And his name is spelled A-R-N-E. You have to. Here's the thing. The name is three letters. A-R-N. You have to consciously make a stupid decision to add a letter. Not omit. But you added an E to the end of one of the best wrestlers of our time's name. So, if they're going to do that, nothing surprises me. I mean, there was the clash when they spelled Rick's, Rick Flair's name on the thing with a K on the, not even a graphic. It was like a light board that they had. That was the one in New Orleans, I think. I think that was one of the steamboat matches. Instead of R-I-C, it was R-I-C-K, I believe. Like, they, bruh, they got no quality control. This is what they do. Nothing surprises me. The Spinner Bros are next. Yeah. I think it's funny at this point. I mean, like, you know, we're not mad. I hope we don't sound mad at this stage. We're just think we think it's funny. I think it's fucking so unprofessional. I'm kind of mad. Yeah. I'm not. It's just Bush League. Yeah. It's on a major cable channel. And they keep doing the same mistake over and over and over again, and it doesn't get corrected. It'd be like, okay. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I think we made this comparison (laughs) one day. We were like, how the hell do they spell Zabisco's name right and mess up arms? 
Nabisco. The yeah. Stinner Brothers. Yeah, I, I had a timestamp. That's why I went back to it. Crockett, the Stinner Brothers are next. So we, we go to the main event. It is Bobby Eaton and Larry Zabisco, whose names are spelled right. Beautiful Bobby. Go. Medusa's looking Bobby. Beautiful. She could ride my monster truck. Seriously? Come on. <laughs> Grow up. Crockett. No, you... <laughs> Fucking... Come on, bro. You're married. Mm. I know it's, this is your time, but come on. <laughs> this is his me time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what am I going to do next week? Oh, boy. I don't Just know. Just lie. Like, just go in the other room and just put the headphones in and just talk to yourself. <laughs> that would not be a bad idea. If you want some me time and peace and quiet. It's my own personal podcast. Yeah, yeah just just get on. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Eaton, Zabisco, Whip Medusa versus the Steiner Brothers. Uh, this is going to take us through the end of the show because it is the main event. So they give them about 12, 13, 14 minutes or so. I uh, guess, Crockett, I'll go to you for this Mac, five-star Mac Classic. Yeah, it's pretty fun. There's some fun spots like at 115.50 where um, Eaton goes to the floor to avoid uh, contact with Scotty. Here it comes. He hooks the yeah. ropes, yep. Goes the floor like that. Nope. High five and turns around. And Rick Steiner just lines him right off the apron. Yep. Hey, get ready. In a few months, those mats are going to be gone when Bill Watts decides to show his face. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. More than that. I don't think that was smart. Well, that that wasn't really bad, the, the mats. It was some other stuff that you're like, seriously, Bill? The top rope rule is dumb, but I'll talk about that when we get to it. It's just really dumb. Um, uh, any other timestamps or thoughts, Crockett? I don't have a lot from the inside of a match because, I mean, they kind of work slow and, you know, they're not trying to do too much running. Well, 118.10, um, Rick Steiner yeah. does a little something that uh, Javorski might be pleased with. Where Rick where Rick Steiner goes to Medusa. He swivels his hips. That's the first time and maybe the last where you see Rick Steiner do some dick dancing. He's doing it to Medusa <laughs> as he's got Sabisco in a headlock. That's a good one. I didn't have that written down, but it's good. Uh, uh, any another, others? Yeah, just another fun spot at 119.15. 119.15. So we're at 119.12. Scott Bridges up. Oh, the double. I don't even know what to call that. No, let, let's see. You would call that a. Uh, that's a good spot. Well, yeah. they. When if you're so. What would you call that? It's, the, the. Is it he a, bridges a up? Oh. Yeah, overhead hammerlock, yeah. and he's kind yeah. of bringing him down to the mat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but this move that he does when he when he backflips and. Zabisco's got one arm and Bobby's got another. That's a if you're coming off the ropes and take it like that, that's a Japanese arm drag. Right. 
That that right there, what he did is a Japanese right. arm drag. But he but he's not. They're not coming off the ropes. It's just standing. And then they take the bump, and Zabisco had me dying here because Rick Steiner yeah. comes off and double lariats them, and Zabisco's feet are hanging on the top rope, and, and he doesn't <laughs> move. look at him. Just watch it play. He does not move until he finally does. But I thought that was funny. Uh, good stuff. Any other timestamps, Crockett? No other timestamps. It's like the normal format that they seem to do is – uh, like a super long shine for the baby faces at the beginning. And then like eight minutes of it is, is Rick and Scott. that just like throwing these guys around. And then finally there's a cutoff and um, they do like a false tag, which is very successful. You, you see a lot of bad, poorly done false tags, but this one's very well done. And then uh, we head into the finish. Which starts here. We got a double underhook power bomb by Scott to Bobby. And then Scott's going to make the hot tag to Rick. We end up with all four guys in the ring. Medusa comes in and Steiner wants to hit her, but doesn't. He kind of holds back. And then Larry Zabisco charges Rick Steiner, but Medusa ends up getting hit. Steiner then belly to bellies Larry Zabisco. And then Steiner goes to the top and bulldogs Larry Zabisco. And the Steiner's going to end up winning by pin. Uh, the crowd loved it. Uh, so did yeah, I. Yeah, this I thought is it fun. Was, it was good. Like you, we see a lot of stuff. That's where see Rick Steiner. He ifs and doesn't hit Medusa, and then Zabisco charges Rick, and Medusa gets sandwiched in between the two of them, and she hits the ground and bumps. Here comes the uh, bulldog off the top, and this is where Larry Zabisco one two three matches over Steiner brothers win. It was good. That was good, yeah. Right team won. I guess to the point Crockett makes Zabisco hits gets the pin. I just. Wish, just do a non-title. I don't know. But it was a good match. Uh, I'm complaining a lot. There was a couple fun spots as we discussed there, and then the finish was Steiner's winning, and nothing wrong with Zabisco hitting, taking a pin. Uh, and that's how they go off air. Uh, Crockett, any other thoughts on the match? Yeah, no, no we're out of time, folks. No uh, big brawl yeah. down the show. They just kind of go off as uh, the Steiner, brother, Steiner Brothers exit. That's it. So you know what we do before we get out of here. We hand out a toot toot award and we rate this thing before we do it. Just a reminder, become a patron, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. A great way to support the show. Get tons of extra content, 400 plus Patreon exclusive shows. Uh, as I said throughout this review, there are spots that we're sitting here watching and you can get the video version of these and watch them along with us. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Get the video versions and 400 plus audio episodes as well. Uh, by becoming a patron. On that note, it is time to rate it, hand out the 2 2 award. Uh, Crockett, it's your last week for a couple of what? weeks. <laughs> what, what, Harper? That's nice. Never <laughs> say goodbye. <laughs> Never say goodbye. Although it's very inspired we come tonight. <laughs> to the end of the road. <laughs> And I can't let go. You gotta play that stupid Green Day song, that that like graduation song. Hope you had the time of your life. <laughs> the me time oh, of yeah. my life. Yeah. <laughs> the me time. <laughs> it's all right. Next week we're gonna be imagining Crockett. He's gonna be sitting in his room with a headset on, talking to himself for his me time. Boy, if that doesn't, 
<laughs> that isn't funny. I don't know what is. All right. Uh, on that note, Crockett, last week here with us, at least for another couple of weeks, uh, what are you going to rate it? Uh, I mean, it seems like I'm just kind of stuck in the B range with these shows. There's nothing yeah, super offensive. Um, the main event, like we said, was good, was fun. Um, nothing super terrible. Uh, the Vader angle was good. I mean, it wasn't really part of this. It wasn't at center stage, but it was part of the show. But uh, so I'll give it, I guess, a B. I'm going to shock you. I'm going to give it an A minus, and it's only because I like the Vader stuff with Sting. I thought that was good. Uh, as much as I was critical of <laughs> Steamboat hanging rude over the rope with his belt, I, I actually thought it was good. I mean, it's just one of those things where when somebody hangs somebody over the rope and yeah, that, I, don't know. I, I, I think that was just too much, man. No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, because, because I'm, I'm like, dude, what? come on, man. It's just a title. Steve, it was, Steamboat has never done anything heelish in his life until that. Well, there's a first time for everything. Come on. You know, you know what? Whenever I think, here's the thing. I talked about Doctor Tom getting hung, but the one thing I always think about when I see somebody getting hung is when the the old Smoky Mountain plug during the show or ad during the show. Would you like to bring wrestling to your civic organization yeah. and church? <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's and it's I think Bobby Fulton being hung by the Russians. The... It's either, yeah, I think it's that. But I remember when when a uh, dirty white boy hung uh, uh, Tim Tim Horner. Tim Horner, and he was bleeding from the yeah. mouth. Yeah, when well, dirty white boy hung him, but but I always think of the Smoky Mountain one where where it, it's literally an ad. If you'd like to bring, bring professional wrestling to your club, civic organization, or church, and, and the the clip that they say that to, a man is being murdered <laughs> by a chain over the top rope. And I think it was Ivan hanging Bobby Fulton, if I remember correctly. Uh, but hey, you know, it's only wrestling, right? Yeah, so I don't know, man, like, I was critical of it, but I really, I liked it in, in terms of a uh, heat, you know, he's trying to get rude back. That's it. I'm fine with it. So I'm on a minus on this show. I, I, the Vader stuff was good. Uh, Austin, the match wasn't great, but Austin just beating the hell out of that John Collins, dude. And to be honest with you, it, pro- it gets an a minus too. Cause y'all gave me some laughs with the JYD PN new stuff. And, and the, Jesse curls, dude, and my God, the the enhancement Southern. talent in this episode were in JT Southern. I laughed my tail off, and we've been here almost two hours because of it. So, you know, yeah, I'm gonna. I just googled that guy, and he's just just a manager at, at a guitar center. <laughs> of course, you did. What are you gonna rate it, Hopper? I'm gonna give it a solid B. All right, because I can't right. see this getting to like an A. Well, piss off then. Maybe like three or four years ago, yeah. No, I mean, not now. All right. And it was a two-hour show. Yeah, yeah, fuck, Mike. (laughs) Well, who's going to get the Toot Toot Award then, Crockett? I mean, I think it's got to be Vader, right? (laughs) 
That's a good one. You, this is one of those ones where you could potentially give a reverse one too. Like, if you wanted to give a reverse toot toot to like that John Collins dude for Austin beating the piss out of him and the guy not selling, but and the hold down, ref and hold him down, holding him down by the back of his neck. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I think I think you're right. I I kind of go to I kind of go to Vader destroying Sting. I know that's who Doc would give it to. What about you, Hopper? Yeah. I guess it's sad. I, I can't think of anything too too spectacular. I mean, yeah, Steamboat choking rude. I'm not giving him the two two for that because come on, you got to do something right sometime. I'm standing <laughs> up. He's standing. He's he's up. Oh, can y'all? I start just copy y'all. I guess. So who gets it then? Yeah. I I I guess Vader for uh, beating up Sting with the chair. Okay. Well, fair enough. Clean sweep. Yeah. There you go. Clean sweep. All right. Well, on that note, uh, before we get out of here, I got to thank Crockett. I don't even know how many weeks you've been with us I now, know, man. man. It feels it's like. A month and a half at least. Yeah. It feels like six or seven weeks, uh, which uh, we appreciate. I know I do. I know Doc does. Even though he said to tell yeah. you don't ruin his show, there's that. I guess Doc's gonna come back after his suspension. Yeah, he's gonna come <laughs> back. He's him and uh, me yeah. and him patch things up, and there's no drama or anything that unlike what well, some people propagate out there on groups. Well, look, just make sure you you, you, you use fake glass because I don't want to go through this shit again. Well, <laughs> I mean, here's what happened. To be honest with you, he told me it was just kid stuff. I went ahead and just give him a little relief and he decided to come back on that note okay wow good for <laughs> that's you a, that's a lie but if you believe it god bless you <laughs> it's just kids now stuff, are we gonna anyway. are we gonna get a, a doc that's raring to go are we gonna get a, a doc that's been beaten down over the past month and a half um i don't know he's like been ready to come back he's like yeah i'm ready i'm ready to do this i'm ready to do this so you know i think he's oh, my. I, He'll come out the gate strong. He'll be like JYD in a match. He'll come out strong and be strong like a bull. And 15 minutes in, he'll be blown up. He'll be, he's like, I did a hell I take over. I'm just going to lay here for a while. <laughs> Bruh, like we, we haven't had this discussion for a while. but So Doc is the master of wanting to do flips and dives at the beginning. He, he'll spend 40 minutes on nothing at the beginning of a show. <laughs> and then he's like, 15 20 minutes into the review portion and he's texting me or messaging me years ago bro i'm blown up i like i tell you that all the time you if you just get into the show then you can get your flips and dives in but he's never learned and you watch next week hopper it'll be 45 minutes before we start talking about the actual show because of him oh yeah because he's going to talk about the uh Cowboys. Oh God, help me! Yeah, it might be t- because well, because you know, I mean, Crockett can't bring up the Patriots because he moved an hour away, so he can't even he don't even know who the damn quarterback <laughs> is anymore. Right, right. He's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Tom Brady's still there, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably. He's the man. You, you ask Crockett, he's like, yeah, yeah. Drew Bledsoe's still there. <laughs> <laughs> they, what? Who? Oh, is it Scott Zolak? No, Crockett. You're talking 30 <laughs> years ago now. 
What about Tony Eason? Him. No, that was the '80s, Crockett. I remember him. Steve too. Grogan. Yeah, 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 him. <laughs> yeah. That was the Super Bowl guy, right? I think. I think up by the Bears. Yeah, I think. I think oh, Grogan. Yeah, yeah. Grogan and Eason played in that game when the Bears beat oh, the God, dog dude out of them. Did? Yeah, I think they both played in it. Ugh. Boy, the Bears pummeled them that game. Oof. That was, was in bad. the dome. Yeah, it was. That was in the dome. They had a they had a curse because they lost that one and then they lost to Green Bay in the dome in like ninety six or ninety seven. That's true. That was ninety seven. That was uh-huh. uh, and I remember right after the Super Bowl, Mike Dicker was there, and that's when the local news was like, "Are you going to be the next head coach for the Saints? You going to be the next head coach for the Saints?" I was like, oh, "We're getting Mike Dicker." Then I was like, "Oh fuck, we got Mike Dicker." What a disaster it turned into. Yeah. Yeah, but the Patriots lost their first two Super Bowls in the Superdome, and then they finally beat the Rams in the Superdome. Yeah. It's crazy how they they had, like, a curse in the dome for a little while. Anyway, on that note, yeah, Crockett, um, Zolak and Eason and Grogan are no longer the neither, – neither is Tom Brady or Bledsoe. They've moved on to uh, the guy from Alabama uh, for the last few years. Yeah. Good job. Sure. Yeah. But again, Crockett, thank you for filling in. It was greatly appreciated. I know Doc, he'll, he'll play heel next week, but I know he appreciates it. Uh, so do we do as well. On that note, uh, any any other thoughts, Crockett, before I throw it to Harper for the tagline or anything you got to get off your chest? We got to do an episode of WPAN. That way you can get off the snide with that too. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen someday. But someday. no, I really uh, appreciate the, the time. I uh, appreciate being here. I got to figure out what to do next week. I'll get a bath going and really enjoy myself. But uh, yeah, Light some candles and throw some of them balls in there with you. Yeah. Don't bath nice. bath bombs. <laughs> bath bombs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> a couple bonbons. Be a party. Uh, just kids uh, stuff. No, yeah. I'm interested to hear Doc next week, and I'm glad he's coming back. So uh, happy to be here. Happy to be a part whenever you need me. And Crockett may be back in a, like three weeks from now because uh, Doc said something about filling in already. So we'll see, though. Yeah, just, We're not. The only thing that is consistent about him is that he's inconsistent. Well, there you go. He's like uh, Jameis Winston at quarterback, yeah. right? The inconsistent consistence. Oh, geez. Yeah. All right. Well. On that note, we're going to get out of here. Thanks again for supporting us. Remember, become a patron. TinyURL.com slash Patreon. BTT. You get even more great content. And uh, on a rather long episode of WCW Saturday Night on TBS from March the 21st, 1992. Hopper, why don't you hit the tagline and let's roll. Fuck it, bitch.